1: And this is our top story. Will more Michigan colleges return to online learning next semester because of the rapid spread of COVID and that Omicron variant? Let's go live to WWJ's Greg Bowman, who's got more live. Greg.
0: Good morning, Roberta. Oakland University has already made the decision to have students attend classes virtually starting January 5th through at least January 17th. OU hopes to have students back in class in person starting January 18th. Meantime, Wayne State University expected to announce its decision today on whether they'll resume in-person instruction or have students go back to online learning. Wayne State will also add a booster shot to the school's required vaccine mandate starting in January. Wayne State and Oakland both still have the indoor masking rules in effect. And at the University of Michigan, students, faculty, and staff on all three campuses will be required to get a COVID-19 booster shot. Reporting live, Greg Bowman, WWJ News Radio 950.
1: Meantime, the city of Detroit is urging everyone who plans to gather inside for the holidays to get a COVID test first. Let's go live to WWJ Sandra McNeil for that story, Sandra. Roberta, Detroit is lagging far behind the state with a just 44% vaccination rate. Chief Public Health Officer Denise Ferrazzo says, despite that, she'd like to see everyone vaccinated or not get a rapid COVID test before any gathering indoors. The city has extended hours for rapid COVID testing. It'll open in an hour at the Joseph Walker Williams Rec Center on Rosa Parks. The testing is going to be offered also tomorrow on Christmas Eve and all next week, even New Year's Eve. It Run seven A.M. until four thirty each day. You can't just show up though, you have to make an appointment first. Reporting live, Sandra McNeil, WWJ News Radio 950. The parents of that teenager charged with killing four students at the uh, high school in Oxford. The parents are asking for their five hundred thousand dollar bond to be lowered to one hundred thousand dollars so they can get out of jail. An attorney for James and Jennifer Crumbly says they did not anticipate that their son would commit violence, and they're devastated like everyone else in Oxford. The Crumleys are charged with involuntary manslaughter, accused of making a gun accessible to their son. Their son is charged with murder and other crimes in that case. A man is dead after being shot by police in Battle Creek after leading half a dozen departments on a chase from Albion where speeds exceeded 120 miles an hour. It all unfolded yesterday afternoon. The suspect evaded a traffic stop in Albion. He fled to I-94, took off toward Battle Creek. When he exited the freeway, he was rammed by a Calhoun County Sheriff's deputy. That ended the chase. The suspect then ran into a neighborhood. We attempted to
0: break into an occupied home. A BCP officer confronted the driver The driver was a white male and ordered him multiple times loudly to drop his weapon. The driver refused to drop the handgun, turned towards the officer with the weapon in hand on the porch of that home. The officer fired
1: multiple shots. That's Battle Creek Police Chief Jim Blocker, who says the suspect died at the scene. The officer involved is said to be a sergeant and a 17-year veteran of the force. A 41-year-old man who was fleeing police when he caused a fatal crash in Mount Clemens is being held on a million dollars bond after he was arraigned on charges of second-degree murder. Macomb County Assistant Prosecutor John Paul Hunt says Vertice Woods was driving a stolen truck when he blew a stop sign at over 80 miles an hour and crashed into a vehicle at Cass and South Rose Street. The woman in the vehicle was killed. Bystander helped Woods out of the truck, and that's when he took off running. He shed his
0: jacket in an attempt to change his identity and stole a 20-inch bike kid's bicycle.
1: Woods is facing over a dozen charges in all. Police say he was placed on probation in December over charges of home invasion and vehicle theft. The Michigan Court of Appeals has affirmed a decision by an Eaton County judge to dismiss a case against former Michigan State University President Luanna Simon. The court agreed there was insufficient evidence to support prosecutors' claims that she lied in 2018 when being questioned about her knowledge of sexual assault complaints against Larry Nasser, The attorney general's office says it's considering whether to ask the state Supreme Court to take The case. A lot of us have been heading to the thrift shop to shop for our Christmas presents. We reported a few weeks ago, Roberta, that most consumers were buying clothing for themselves in secondhand stores to save money. Now we find many people are giving secondhand items as gifts. 77% of Americans say they will give at least one gift this holiday season from a secondhand store. The online marketplace for secondhand shoppers, Mercari, says holiday gifts bought at secondhand stores will top $69 billion this year. That's WWJ Business Editor Marie Feldman. The college football bowl season being impacted by COVID with a lot of what-ifs now on the table. For more on that, let's go live to WWJ's Chris Villar. This could end up being really sad this year, Chris.
0: You know what? Not yet. I don't think we have to go there at the moment, but the what-ifs are out there. The warnings are there from the playoff committee. There's actually a scenario where Michigan could be a national champion without even playing another game. It is unlikely, but one of several possibilities. As for the first round next Friday, if a team like Michigan or Georgia were unable to field a team due to the virus, that's a straight forfeit, and the opponent would move straight to the national title game. If a team is unable to play in the championship, they'll get up to four extra days to get healthier, or the trophy would go to the team able to participate. And if three teams are in trouble, the one healthy program would be crowned without a contest. Now, these are important situations as Georgia has already needed to place two players on the COVID list a quarterback and a wide receiver. Alabama has coaches entering the protocol, but I think we can all agree we'd love to see some games on New Year's Eve. Chris Fillard, WWJ News Radio 950.
1: Where do you go if you suffer from back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? Well, it might be time to go see Dr. Robot. Robotic Precision Therapy uses a robotic arm to deliver static pressure to a specific muscle that's causing problems for a patient. What it does is
0: it elongates the muscle tissue and helps take tension off of the bone structure and just kind of realign your structure naturally.
1: That's Benjamin Blankenship with Robotic Precision Therapy Clinic in Troy.
0: We treat everything from low back pain, sciatica, neck and shoulder pain, TMJ, plantar fasciitis, carpal tunnel, pretty much anything that can benefit from soft tissue mobilization or manual work. This does it just at a very accelerated rate.
1: To learn more, go to rptclinic.com. From the Delta Dental Health Desk, Dr. DeAnalytes, WWJ News Radio 950. The brand new Matrix movie will, for now, be the last movie to hit the theaters and streaming services at the same time.
0: The movie industry really doesn't like this whole thing. I mean, they've put up with it but new films are likely to get back to that 60 to 90 day exclusivity thing that the theaters have had for so many years. And if you think about it, this kind of makes sense, right? If you pay the streaming services to watch the movie, it's probably not going to be the same amount that you would have spent if you took your family to the theater.
1: That's one of WWJ's several technology reporters, Ian Scher, one of the bigwigs at CNET. A man who defied the state's orders, banning indoor dining during the pandemic, partly to pay medical bills. Now he has died from COVID-19 complications. John Parney, who operated the Quincy Diner in Quincy in Michigan, was 62 years old. Parney kept the restaurant open in December of last year in violation of orders saying at the time his wife had colon cancer and they needed the income. Keeping kids, especially young kids, safe from potentially dangerous toys this holiday season. Dr. Adam Keating says he recommends following age guidelines strictly that are listed on a toy's packaging. And if a bike, a scooter, or hoverboard is on your child's wish wish list, he says be sure you pair it with a helmet.
0: What I will often tell kids in my office is there's the possibility of falling and hurting any part of you. But I don't ask kids to wear a bike suit of armor. I ask them to wear a bike helmet Um, because the other parts of your body largely are going to heal even if you injure them. Sometimes if you injure your brain, it doesn't get better.
1: And he says it's also good practice to check that a toy has not been banned or recalled before you buy it.
0: For the latest news, plus traffic and weather together on the 8s, tune into AM 950. Favorite WWJ on Radio.com, or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.